Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. Yes, today is Tuesday, so uh, yesterday was skipped, but I am making up for the Monday with today's Tuesday edition. And we are continuing with the book, A Monk's Guide to a Clean House and Mind by Shoke Matsumoto. And we're going to talk about deodorization. And why am I talking about all this once again? It's related to Aikido in the Japanese culture. So everything that we experience, we can incorporate into our own lives, whether you train in Aikido or not. Now, I remember in a past episode, I talked about a YouTube channel that I found that was quite fulfilling. And the name of the YouTube channel is called Samurai Matcha, as in the tea, right? It's great. And I recommend highly all of you to view that channel because the gentleman who is the host of that channel... um, talks about all sorts of things, Japanese, and, you know, what he does on a basis, you know, it's the main thrust is minimalism, but it's also about culture and little things to do. And I've picked up so many different tips, especially now that we're on this talk about cleaning. And, um, you know, he has some really fantastic tips that were so uh, easy to do that he teaches you. And I've already started doing that for myself, especially with cleaning. And I'm about to embark on experimenting with how to clean my geese in a specific way. And also folding my clothes because he also has an episode talking about uh, Marie Kondo. And he does a whole uh, clip on that and what he does and his version of it that he does and so this is something we all can do and it also reminded me going to the dojo of taking care of my things and feeling fulfilled um, how it begins and how it ends how we take care of ourselves and and can enjoy our lives in a very small form today we're going to do an excerpt on deodorization <laughs> Now, for me, I love burning incense in the house. You know, for some, for some households, maybe we can't because we have pets um, or we don't have a place to put like a, a incense stick or to burn things with fire. Um, or perhaps, you know, some people may be allergic to certain things. So to each his own, and if you have uh, opportunity, but this is something interesting. It's a very small excerpt. And let's begin. Deodorization. There are many people who tell me that the fragrance of the incense burned at temples relaxes them. Though the smell of incense always fills the halls of Buddhist temples, it is because the temple is a simple place that it helps to enhance the scent of the incense. The basic principle behind deodorization is the exchange of old air for new. Always look for ways to improve the flow of air in your home and live at one with air. Allow yourself to feel the present. If you put this idea into practice, not only will your heart feel refreshed and new, but you will also become less irritable. 
how to deodorize. Though the lovely smell of incense at the temple is supported by yin or shadow, the materials that it is actually made out of are usually charcoal and green tea. The kinokuni, citrus tree, and spike winter hazel are particularly popular for producing high-grade charcoal, which can be used not only for decorative purposes, but also for emergency heating. When choosing decorative pieces for the interior of your home, try pairing together seasonal flowers and fruit. Another popular deodorizer used at temples, which you can try when expecting guests, is placing the dried dregs of green tea or coffee in your entrance or toilets. And with that, we'll be right back. And we are back. So what did you take from this little excerpt? This is so fascinating, right? I immediately know what I'm going to do. I didn't realize that you could take the dry dregs of green tea or coffee in your entrance or toilet. And guess what? I drink coffee every single day. (laughs) And I use the coffee. I have a French press that I use every day. Um... There's also, um, I also have an espresso machine, which I love, but the pods come with that. And I have a choice of, there's something that Nespresso does. This is a side note. Um, you know, Nespresso, if you, if you own an espresso machine and if you, um, you know, you're buying the pods for the machine, they have a program where you can have it recycled and they give you free bags to ship and free labels to ship those pods back that you have used so that they could take it to their plant and recycle it for good use and also recycle the, the metal, which is is quite sustainable. That's why I, one of the reasons why I love Nespresso, besides their excellent coffee every single time. Um, but if you happen to reuse that pod, you know, don't tell Nespresso. But some people, they have a, an opportunity to reuse the pod and then they refresh it with their own coffee. But if you take the coffee out of that for some reason and you love that pod, then this is what you could do. Take the, the, the leftovers of that or I guess the dregs or if you use a coffee press like I do and let it dry out. Take it out. You can also use the coffee grinds in your plants if you do that as well, if you know about that. Um, But now this is what I'm going to do. Oh my goodness, how great is that? So what new things have you learned from this episode that you could do? Also, let me tell you this. So in Samurai Matcha, he talks about a few things. And he talks about... um, when he washes his clothes, he doesn't use store-bought detergent. And it's genius. He mentions it several times in, in different videos. And he 
uses essential oil, like maybe eucalyptus, a few drops, but he also gives the recipe in his video. I will leave it to you to view his his recipe on his video. But uh, a part of it is dropping a few because it makes it smell good um, when he's cleaning his clothing or laundry. And um, let's see, what else does he do? But that's what works. He uses something else, too, that can be reused. And it's simple. There's three different components to his solution. And one component actually helps to have the the dirt removed from the materials easily um, without having an extra substance to it that might be toxic. So, um, and for that, what I started doing is, um, you know, for uh, a lot of women, you know, we have like the very dainty clothing items, you know, like lingerie that really can't be um, tousled. You know, sometimes you soak it like in woolite. That's the standard. Um, But now, because of samurai matcha, I didn't think about my essential oils. Because we're talking about deodorization, right? You can, if you have that, and I have a supply at home of different essential oils. And you can use a drop, a few drops of it. So now what I did was I added a few drops to some water. Of course, I have until I get to uh, put together my own washing solution like Samurai Matcha. I use what I have left. You know, use up what you have. Don't don't uh, waste what you have, but use it up, you know, until you get, you know, to acclimate into a new way of doing things. And uh, it's a great way to save money. But I started to um, let the clothing sit, like very delicate items. And the last time, I added a few drops of, of essential oil, which also makes the environment smell good also. So it does several different benefits. So why not do it all around? There's so many ways to make our lives pleasant. So I'm going to try that at some point with my dogi and maybe... Um, take care of the pants or, you know, just kind of do a light scrubbing, spot scrubbing, and then use essential oil to sort of enhance. But it also does serious work as well to help the cloth and bacteria. Let me know what you think. I'm going to leave um, a question if I can remember. And you all can write down you know, I welcome you to, you know, post what are your new things you've learned from this episode or have you seen Samurai Matcha yet? And let me know in your comments. And it was great having you all. Thank you for listening and see you next time.